Good afternoon, everybody. Today's podcast is titled Topics. Topics of conversation that we all should have. Post-COVID, post-George Floyd, post-unemployment, post-corporate involvement, post-America. Today we're going to talk, we're going to start with several different topics. Topic one, black professionals, unrest, lays bears, and the Balance Act at work. Even as protesters fill the street, parks and TV screens aim outrage since the death of George Floyd. Birgit Lumpskin has kept putting on makeup in the morning and smiled through virtual meetings with clients. Since George Floyd's death and this post-black professional, is there outrage among our black professionals? Or are they playing it safe because they want to keep their jobs? No one need no one really knows. We've seen athletes. We've seen actors, we've seen activists, but have we seen enough of the corporate America that are black, that are minorities, entrenched in this protest of outrage in America? Or are we at the the minimum line of seeing what corporate black America will do in changing this injustice? In all injustice, whether it's age discrimination, whether it's poverty among our minorities, especially our blacks, Is it injustice in our criminal system where disproportional young blacks are still in jail for non-offensive crimes? Or is it lies in our election, whether it's Bill, the Bidens, or the Trumps. We do have a choice come November. We do have a choice. So therefore, I wrap up topic one. For black professionals, unrest lays bears at the Balance Act at work. 
Can they balance the injustice versus wanting to keep their jobs? Or do they have such disclosures in their corporate bylaws that says that they cannot speak out? We don't know. Topic one. Topic two. Confederate statues all over the country are being brought down. They are being brought down in alarming numbers with Associated Press photos of constantly seeing these Confederate statues torn down. Some of them going to museums. In Europe, for example, they tore it down and threw it in the river of a slave owner's statue depicting the slave injustice in the 1800s. We are removing these racially insensitive statues from our midst, and they are coming down again in record, record numbers. Some are being relocated to historical museums, and perhaps that's where they should be. For those that honor these statues, of Confederacy and mark slavery can continue to go see In the early 1900s, Confederate statues were all over the courthouse lawn, towns across the South. These statues show when a African-American or any type of minority walks in that courtroom, he automatically, he or she automatically knows that that statue represents injustice. And we then we see the blindfold over Lady Justice saying that justice is blind. But you already know when you walk in that courtroom and you see a Confederate statue, you automatically know that you are doomed before you get through the doors. What do we say about this? And how do white people really understand these injustices versus their history? Their history says that black people are one third of a man. Matter of fact, some people feel that animals are more justified to be on this earth than a black person. You can look it up for yourself. 
This continues to drive the nail home and the pain that we see in justice in America. We continue to see this all over the land. George Floyd death ignited a firestorm of discrimination, of injustice, of reality. So we must not displace our understanding of this tragedy. We must be mindful that it's here and are we as a nation, as we as a world, are we going to continue this injustice? Are we going to take big steps, bold steps? And will corporate America follow suit? Third topic, injustice, poverty. The injustice of poverty is rooted in this country. The injustice of poverty is rooted in the world. Are we going to take poverty by the neck and release the stranglehold that the United States and the world has on it? Are we going to decide that poverty should not be a place in America? Are we going to take poverty out of the equation and transform those lives that hold the Constitution? That all men and women should be equal. So the 99% or the 85% of those that are actually in poverty, are we going to transform their lives? Are we going to take this watershed moment or is it a watershed moment is it a drowning moment in American history 2020? That we fuel a fire that releases this chokehold on poverty in America. Are we there yet? Does Mnuchin see that poverty is a devil's act and that those and others should do more to change that narrative. Topic four, 
the question will nothing change unless we face the change can be done. Will nothing change unless we face the change that can be done. Paraphrase James Baldwin. A literary giant in communication. One that feels that beyond the perils of our society, we must face it. That the ugliness has not went anywhere. Can we really face the reality and face the change at the same time? Can it be done? Will it be done? Can we align ourselves with these issues? When I look at breaking news, we are still dominated by white society to break the news. The news cycles CNBC still represents 95% white. Unlike CNN represents a diverse minority in this country. We have to start with our media outlets. We have to start with our government. We have to start with our internal educational system in order to face the change. Five, how many corporations are really looking to bring diversity to their corporations? Post COVID, post George Floyd death, do we really see that corporate America has heed the challenge. Yes, they are pledging millions and millions of dollars to underserved communities. But how many of those dollars really get into the community? We said this in 2009, 2008, post-stimulus package, $748 billion only to go to corporate America. Now, 10 years later, the poor, the poverty, the underserved is still underserved. They are still stricken with poverty. Are we going to face the changes like James Baldwin and make the change? Six, will millennium freedom fighters, protesters during the protest movement ask or request guidance from past freedom advocates? 
the seniors in this world, the senior advocates in this world, and some have left us. But their books should provide a litany of guidance. From Michael Eric Dyson to Cornel West to Dennis Shannon Murray to Dr. Reverend Barbara to the Malcolm X Reader to Randall Kenny's discrimination, self-discrimination title. We have to look at some of these leaders, some of these advocates, a Bruce Carter out of Dallas, Texas, to ask them for some guidance. Guidance will provide them with a litany of information so they can take the helm, take the reins, steer, steer the races, steer the race to success. Because those that I've mentioned, they've had their time, but they're still fighting for the advocacy of our nation. Have you requested the help of a Janice Mathis, National Executive for Women of Color? Have we asked some of these leaders for guidance? Have you sat down with a Jesse Jackson only for guidance? Because we need to go to some of these leaders and ask them for guidance. We've watched Mayor of Atlanta, Lisa Keisha Bottoms, and she, I know, has gone for guidance. She's leading the front in Atlanta along with Mayor. Bowser in D.C., along with mayors in Baltimore, mayors in, in, in Charlotte, mayors in Alabama, all that are black. Are the young protesters going to them for guidance and allowing them to help them guide through this, this, this maze of injustice? So we have to do that. And number six, does Larry Kudlow on the Trump administration really have confidence that black unemployment will change versus white unemployment when the race and age discrimination plays a major factor in that process? 
Does he really feel this or is he doing what we call in the political talking points? Is he using those talking points to elevate, to inflate this process? We have to understand that the political process in our lives has been like the blindfold, like those statues that sit in front of the justice system, like corporate greed, like the unfairness in life of those in poverty. Are we going to deploy the unpoverty roles and disconnect or reconnect those ideologies, those methodologies? that we see throughout the United States. I said to one person that I'm tired of seeing these commercials about the starving of Ethiopian children. I have been seeing these commercials for 45 years. How long do you continue to hold a country that has been riddled with poverty and disease for that long? How long do you oppress a people and, and literally starve them? Literally starve them. What do we do about this? And how do we get out the graveyard of insanity and become a living being in our reality? I say this is the topic of the day. topics of the day. Are we going to define 2021 with these topics? Are we going to allow these topics to just float into non-existence in 2021? We have until the November election to decide what we going to do. Are we gonna become a nation that loves everybody? Are we gonna become a nation that is not divided because of poverty? Let's be clear. There are equal, there were more amount of whites in poverty than there are blacks. But the systemic actions of our newscasts, of our media, of our social platforms discuss the indifference, the poverty that blacks go through. Not because they're not educated, not because they don't want to come out of poverty is because of the systemic racist views in media in all corporate America.
That's why so many of them all of a sudden want to step up. There's four blacks. As CEOs. In this country. Out of 500. They even. They're probably. There looks like about 20 to 30 blacks. In high level. Positions of vice president. And president. Of corporations. But will those corporate blacks. Will those that are in power. Drive. A positive message. Going 2021. And last but not least. Please. Vote. Vote the love of this country, but vote most of all for the insensitive and for the issues that break us apart. And that's called race. I love you all. And I want you to think about these topics. There are six, there are seven topics. Make your comments. And let's do great things for America and for ourselves.